I'm ready to make my credits count. I'm ready to take classes from a university that will help me build on my experience to prepare me for the future. A university that will make me feel supported, encouraged, and connected. Click this ad or go to online.odu.edu today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Who You Got. My name is Dayton Hammond. Who You Got is a show about creating brackets for things that don't normally have brackets. Now, what is a bracket exactly, you may be asking? Well, a bracket or tournament bracket is a tree diagram representing a series of games played in a knockout tournament. Each episode, we create a bracket for a specific topic and determine the best of that topic through a series of debate matchups. Today, helping me fight our way through today's tournament is one of the hosts of the Confident BS podcast, Jess Fruitsa. How are you doing, Jess? Hi, I'm doing great. I'm finally excited to be on one of these. You've yeah. been doing them for a while, so and I've been like, oh, that's cool. Like you do the Disney, like Disney movie one, and then mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm so jealous. Like that's so cool. No, I've wanted, I've been wanting to have you on here for a while. You and I've been friends for a really long time, and we bonded over music. Yeah. So I knew I wanted you to be on here. For a music topic, but I'm yes. getting a little bit ahead of myself. I know, right? <laughs> let's let's talk about the rules first. Let's take a little review here in 2019 for who you got. Now, there are a couple of rules that we must follow as we make our way through the bracket. There are five minutes allotted to each matchup. At the end of five minutes, we will decide a winner based on the arguments, not on our own preferences. Even if we disagree, we're going to have to come to some sort of consensus on the winner mm-hmm. of that matchup. So, that brings us to this month's topic... Dad bands. Oh, I love dad bands. Let's go. Does your father listen to classic rock radio in his Ford F-150 on his way to the quarry? (laughs) Well, then chances are one of these blue collar bands is one of his favorites. We'll be debating eight Papa Preferred performers to crown. Okay, I always have a name. I always have a special name for the winner. This one is called Daddy's Favorite. (laughs) Oh my god. It's not Daddy's as punny. Favorite. It's not as punny as it usually is, but it, it's it creeped me out wants, enough. Everyone like, wants to be daddy's favorite. <laughs> Especially Ario Speedwagon, of course. <laughs> so let's take a look at the bracket, shall we? We have in the number one seed, the police going up against Ooh. the number eight seed Genesis. Then we have the number four seed Boston going up the number against the number five seed Ario Speedwagon. Then we have the number two seed, R.E.M., going up against the number seven, Foreigner. The number three seed, Styx, going up against the number six seed, Rush. Oh, boy. Okay, so oh boy. this is one of the sillier topics we've done. So, Jess, what does a dad band mean to you? A dad, okay, what a dad band means to me is the bands that my dad comes in and he's like, ah, oh, this was the music that mm-hmm. we should be playing or I like playing. Um, the funny thing is I I really like dad bands even though my dads weren't the traditional dad band lovers. Okay. Like my my dad loved like the Femmes and like nice. all of like the alternative. These are more of like the rock, again, like kind of blue collar, like yeah. drinking a beer at the end of the day kind of kind of dad. Yeah. So 
it's 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 funny. That's that that's my kind of envisionment of like the dad quintessential dad band. Yeah, I feel like so. There's a couple qualities for me that really define a dad band. First of all, they can't be too cool. That's true. They, yes, they like they have to be kind of weird. Exactly, a little bit weird to them. Like, yeah, we were talking about this a little bit as we were setting up the bracket, and we were talking about bands like maybe like Journey or Def Leppard, and it's like nah, they're too cool. Yeah. They get way way too many girls yeah. for them to be an actual That's, dad band. Can we can we can I talk about the Journey story? That yeah, we're talking absolutely. Because I was so I was thinking about putting Journey on the list. And Dayton goes, oh, that's that's kind of a chick band. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, rude. I was like, <laughs> chick band, sexist. <laughs> Until I go to this party and my parents are having like a after work party. And everyone comes over. And now everyone's smashed after like 10. And it's like all women because it's a farm. Like my mom, it's from my mom's work. She works in a pharmacy. It's all okay. women and then the two husbands. And they're listening to all like the the older music and whatever. And one of them drunkenly like puts she's like put on don't stop believing. <laughs> I love Journey. And everyone's like I love Journey. And I'm just like oh Jesus. I was like holy <laughs> shit. Like this is that's that's not wrong. Like that's I I was like oh shit. And because earlier my stepdad I had told Dayton what he'd said and he's like oh well he's not wrong. He's kind of a chick band. <laughs> and when the women told me that I was he just I look over at him he's just like and I'm just like yeah. oh, he gave me that look I was like fuck you're right it yeah. is a chick band right oh, it's no. just like it oh. that's why bands like that and like Bon Jovi I think is yeah. another really good yeah, example yeah, yeah. where yes. it's like they're a little bit too well liked yeah. like I feel like there needs to be a little bit of tension with these yes, bands like I agree. within a couple like the dad has to really be passionate about the band. Yeah. And then his partner has to be really cynical about how much they like that band. Ah, another Sticks <laughs> concert? Are you fucking kidding me? Right. Like, I like, feel my, like there's I can always see my that. mom being like, God, taking me another one. You're like, I love Sticks. Like, yeah. this is what, yes, exactly. Yeah. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. So hopefully you guys got a vibe for what we're going for here. I I think this will be a lot of fun to talk yes, about and, and what these bands mean. <laughs> to the generation before us exactly. and us now too and so. yeah exactly because as as music lovers ourselves yeah. we can't limit ourselves to any sort of genre so right. everything is on the table it sounds good and it's got like we you love it and it's you feel you're feeling it you're gonna, yeah. you're gonna love it so. got gotta give dad bands exactly. the time of day you Absolutely. know so let's let's dive into it let's look at our first matchup here we have the police against genesis oh. all right we're gonna put five minutes good. on the clock here we go. I don't know. So to me, first off, I love Peter Gabriel. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. He's Wait, no. Legend. Phil, is it? Okay. No. <laughs> they sound the Phil same. Phil Collins. Oh, my God. Why did I say Peter? I was thinking, I, I love I was them thinking both, of though. Peter Gabriel. I, I meant Phil Collins. Sorry. Phil Collins, to me, is one of probably the greatest writers of that era to me personally i feel that so good i mean the whole tarzan soundtrack incredible like one of the best disney soundtracks so i feel like genesis is off the bat a part of me loves it and kind of puts that in the spot don't get me wrong i love the police like don't stand so close to me like great song great song a banger but genesis i gotta say i love me some phil collins yeah it's peter it's really interesting to see how genesis evolved because if you listen to and watch a lot of the live shows especially too of 
early Genesis when Peter Gabriel was at the helm. Mm -hmm. It was this theatrical, weird, something closer to like ghost (laughs) than like the pop music that they ended up producing later. Uh, So to see that transformation is really interesting. And I think... I think the dads that I know mm-hmm. that like Genesis have an appreciation for both. I, I yes. and I, I, I think that's like a key quality about them is like their entire journey has to be appreciated and I think it should be appreciated because it's very impressive. Absolutely agree. Yeah. And as far as the police goes, I think what defines them best and what makes them so appealing to mm-hmm. our fathers is that they Kind of, they really combine genres pretty seamlessly. They've yes. got some reggae and like, funk and yeah. jazz elements to them. Because yeah, my because my dad loves the Police because mm-hmm. he loves reggae because he's a big nice. I mean big Bob Marley fan. He got oh, married course. in Jamaica, so he's just like he's they he likes that kind of vibe. To right. Him. So he that's what he likes. I would say that. Um, yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah. Um, no, no, I feel that, and I think. I think another quality of a dad band is that they sort of have to have their little ticks to mm-hmm. them. They have their mm-hmm. little qualities that appear in maybe like every other song. Yeah. And for me and the police, that's definitely Sting's vocal style. Yeah. He's, you know, he's got like the EO. Like that appears, once you like pick up on that, it comes up more often than we would probably like yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's but the thing is, I think with these dad bands as well is um, they have, everyone has it's such a definitive voice. Like yeah. all these are such definitive voices. Phil Collins, like Sting, yeah. all of them are just some like some of the most recognizable voices. Um, yeah, all times. Yeah, yeah, really. So exactly. Yeah, and I think what's cool about this matchup right off the bat is that they're both. They're some. They're both of the bands are probably some of the most raw talent. Yes, I would uh, among agree. the two, just because look at Genesis it produced Phil Collins, Peter Gabriel. Uh, I really like Michael Rutherford and uh, you know Mike and the Mechanics. Yeah. That band, um, The Living Years, is one of my favorite songs, pretty much ever. And just to see how much talent came out of that is pretty astounding. They got pretty well appreciated across the board too. I mean, there's not a whole lot of people who like making the mechanics, but they're still fairly recognizable. Mm-hmm. Um especially once you hear songs like The Living Years and uh All I Need Is a Miracle stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and then The Police, well I mean Stuart Copeland's like one of the best drummers around. Yeah. I I'm a drummer myself. So I admire the hell. Appreciate those Appreciate the drummers. Yeah, it's just he he does so much crazy stuff and does a really wonderful job of fusing the genres and really being the glue of what brings the police together. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you have any beefs with these bands? Any any real rubs that you have with the music that they write? Anything that irritates you about them? I mean, well, I know that the one song that the. the don't stand so close to me was on Glee, and that's was the only it? Re- yeah. Uh, well, and that's the and I watched Glee because whatever. I hey, it's all good. Glee, we all whatever. we grew but up in the late two thousands. But so. the feel like I feel like those songs when you listen to Glee and you start liking bands because you listen to the songs from Glee, a part of me kind of dies on the inside, and I'm mm. just like, oh shit! Like I don't, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about sure. that. You know what I mean? So then, because. I'm, I mean, I knew about the police before that, but yeah. then I like 
when Glee came out and I was like, oh, they like have all these. I don't know. So yeah. that's my one beef with the police. It's not their fault that they're fucking great. It's just like that's the one thing I didn't really like. I don't know. Genesis is like, what's up? I don't know. Phil Collins is my my man. So yeah, it's. I wonder if Genesis was ever, or, or I, I'm sure I maybe a Phil Collins. On, uh, there's there has to be a Phil Collins that was on yeah. there, but the only one that I remember is that one police song and that sounds really <laughs> shitty, but that's what I'm basing my no, <laughs> decision I, on. I think that's fair because I don't think a dad would like to see his music distorted <laughs> in such yeah. a way. <laughs> like, so <laughs> why are these teens singing this song right now? Yeah. This TV show. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't have any huge beefs with either of these bands. I appreciate yeah. them. Quite Absolutely a bit. I listen agree. to Genesis more than I do the police, just because I like Genesis style a little bit more. Absolutely. I like the sort of R and B flavor they brought in, That's especially later. What I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I I okay. The biggest sin among both of these bands though is the police song. The da do 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 da 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 da. That song is <laughs> It has no right to exist. <laughs> yeah, but they made it because they were experimental and wanted something yeah. to try something. I just... Like most bands. I don't like when bands pull that... Like, we're going to write a song with nonsense as the chorus, and the nonsense is going to be the name of the song. Okay, like, but <laughs> you say that, but what about fucking Obladi, Oblada? Don't that like fucking, the song. I know, I hate that song, too. Yeah. Those are, like, the cop-out songs that they, like, write. And they, I, do you feel like it's a filler song? Like, they, I do. Like, oh, fuck, like, we gotta do something, la-la. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's, I would agree with that one. And... And, and since our five minutes are up, I I will say this: I don't think a father would appreciate that that lack of effort. Yeah, I would agree with that one. 100%. So I'm I'm saying Genesis for I'm this saying, one. I was sorry, predisposition for Genesis. Yeah, it's because I I love Genesis, so I, yeah. yeah, I would agree. No, I feel that. I think out of like I feel like out of hits, out of like like everything that they produced, probably for me, Genesis. Yeah, I think they have a bit more of an impressive and interesting discography overall. Yes, so absolutely. Yeah. All right. Genesis is advancing to the next round. Yeah, the police please. are out. Okay. Here we go. Next round. This okay. Good. This is okay. This is going to be really fun. Oh, wow. All right. We have Boston going up against Ario Speedwagon, and some arena Ario. rock legends. That Here we so go. Fun. Five minutes on the clock starting now. Okay, um, <laughs> funny story about this bracket when I was making it. I put Boston on here twice by yes, accident. <laughs> yes, because you are biased against, towards Boston. You love Boston. I love Boston. That is the one, I remember, I know that because it's the one vinyl you bought at, at in Asheville <laughs> that yeah. you're like, is like, I love Boston. It's like, I remember that detail because you love yeah. Boston. Jess and I went on a service trip with some folks and we were able to spend some time in downtown Asheville, North Carolina, and I bought one record at a store and it was Boston's original debut record which is still to me just a marvel of songwriting Mm -hmm. because okay how often does a band just come out of nowhere and write just all good songs no filler that's okay that album's Mm -hmm. only eight tracks long but four play long time is like kind of two it's pretty long and it's all good it's Mm -hmm. Oh, man. And it's basically all Tom Schultz. It's basically all the lead singer. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not the lead singer, but uh, because they got Brad Delp on. But it's just basically just all him just having fun. And yeah. 
I love the fact because everybody sort of assumes that these guys who work in their basement and just put together music on their own are going to create something weird and bizarre, like something like Ross from Friends would play on his keyboard yeah, or something yeah, like. Yeah. But <laughs> Tom Schultz just came out and wrote good arena rock that was yeah. relevant of the time. I think that takes a special talent all of its own. But yeah. you mentioned you like Ario Speedwagon. I do. Okay, the reason why I like Ario Speedwagon is because uh, there is a great story that my stepdad's friend had mm-hmm. of how he was caught making sweet love to a woman listening to um, Keep On Loving You. Oh and, my uh, gosh. Right? It, it was like the quintessential, like, they're in a, like on top of like a cliff on a bluff in Minnesota <laughs> and they're banging and <laughs> I'm gonna keep on loving you and then sirens are playing <laughs> uh, excuse me sir do you, are you, <laughs> you uh, need to you turn know, off the REO speed wagon you need to wagon. turn off the REO speed wagon it's getting too hot in here it's getting too hot up on this bluff. Um, oh my gosh! So that's that's one of uh, the greatest stories that I heard um, from one of my dad's hammered friends. That's amazing. So um, that's why I love Ario Speedwagon. Again, they're like just a, a good band. That's I, I like them a lot. I jam out. That's like again, they're more. I would say. Ario Speed. I've heard more Ario Speedwagon hits than Boston hits. Okay, I think that's fair because I feel like Ario Speedwagon is a real staple of classic rock radio. Yes, I agree because like when you're because when you're listening when you're flipping through, I've you, you hear way more Ario Speedwagon playing than I've heard mm-hmm. a Boston song. Yeah. My beef with Ario Speedwagon though Goodly. is that we mentioned up front that these bands got to be a little weird. I don't think Ario Speedwagon is weird enough. I feel like they just write they, really they good, do. consistent. Yeah rock music like their ballads are the arena rock ballads and their their rock song their heavier songs are some of like the like riding the storm out i think is a great song Mm -hmm. and that's sort of has that feel of okay the band needs to play one last crazy song before they play their last hit do the encore and then leave you know it's it feels like it very much like part of that typical live structure so you saying it's more of like a almost like a cookie cutter of that time right yeah yeah i yes i see that absolutely i agree yeah and it's i feel like can't like stuff like can't fight this feeling is maybe a little bit fluffy it's yeah it doesn't hit as hard as some of boston songs do like if you think about some of their like deeper cut ballads like a man i'll never be which is like (laughs) this like five six minute just agonizing ballad yeah, like you yeah, really yeah. feel like brad delps he's really selling it he's like you know? singing it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah he's he, he really believes he won't be this man <laughs> yeah that's that's what i really appreciate about okay. boston is like it it started off with one talent and incorporated so many other talents and they have a consistent sound yeah but they do have some steps outside their boundaries like i mentioned foreplay a long time earlier like that whole introduction foreplay is just this wild cascade of sound it's awesome yeah yeah, yeah yeah and it's it uses those standard pieces like organ and the typical drum set setup and everything but it turns it into something bigger and more symphonic yeah, yeah you know yeah. i think I, I i just think it has that big sound that a dad will appreciate that, yeah more of a classic i know and i can see even though my dad he loves he loves Ario speedwagon um he is more 
he's kind of more of a basic bitch. So he, <laughs> it's true. He, he, he likes, he really likes Ario Speedwagon. He yeah. doesn't really, again, doesn't like Boston, but again, he's like, he's kind of weird. He liked all the alternative stuff. So, nice. um, so personally I would say due to the fact that you love Boston so much, <laughs> I might, I might have to give you this to that, give you that one. Um, just per, to the pure fact that I can see more dads appreciating Boston and, but m- the more the populace appreciating Ario Speedwagon. Yeah. More. Like <laughs> if I can use that, uh, awful term again, like if we have a spectrum of dad bands to chick bands, oh, get the fuck out of here. I, ve- <laughs> <laughs> I know it's shitty, but uh, I feel it's like, shitty, but it's true. <laughs> I feel like if we That's can funny. make that comparison, Ario Speedwagon yeah. is, uh, Closer to the to the chick band side yes. than Boston is. I would I would agree. Um, I would agree. Because yeah. that's what my dad's friend did to woo a chick. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Don't want to yeah. tell that story I on air, do you? <laughs> you. Yeah. Oh, it's it's yeah. I I, th- I think Boston's got some real meat to him, and Absolutely. I, I hopefully I can continue to prove that throughout this bracket, and not just rely on my own bias. Here. Exactly. Okay. So, are we cool with Boston moving I'm, forward? I am cool with Boston. Awesome. Moving forward. Tight. Ario Speedwagon, be gone. Bye bye. And Boston's moving on. They're gonna face Genesis. When we oh get boy. to the semifinal rounds. Boy, boy, boy. But we got some more quarterfinal rounds to go through first yep. here. All right. We were talking a little bit about mm-hmm. the alternative side of things. And yeah. I, I, I'm glad you brought one of these bands up and we're touching on it a little mm-hmm. bit. Because this next matchup is R.E.M. and Foreigner. Yeah. This, this is a cool one. This All is right. an interesting, this is, that's an interesting matchup. Yep. I, we've had very similar bands here. But these two. They're like Pro- wildly different. Exactly. So let's get five minutes on the clock. See where this goes. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. I don't know. What do you what okay, so I love me it's really hard. I love me some REM very, very much. Me too. They um like I mean not to be basic, but like Orange Crush. I love that song. It's, like it's just <laughs> so good. And they had so many definitive songs like Man on the Moon. Yeah. That feels like that a, one, like a 21st century like like folk song. It's got like yeah. that sort of transcendental it's, quality to it's it. It's so, I don't know, they just put out so so many good hits like and just so, I don't know, so good and so just, I don't know. I love them. Um and then but comparing them to Foreigner I don't know. It's it's really hard because they're such a different. They're rock. Yeah. They are like a like let's go. And mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. How, like I don't know. Jukebox how to, hero, yes. cold Duke as ice. It's so hard to compare songs like that to literally a song about soda pop. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, like how do you do that? Crush. I I like both bands. A lot. Uh, Foreigner, I feel like, is almost up there with Ario Spiegelwagen in terms of they're just strict airtime. Yeah. You he'll, you'll hear uh, I Want to Know What Love Is on the radio quite a bit. Yeah. Jukebox Hero, like I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Feels like the first time. That is a good one. Yeah. That, I bet that's on also on the sex playlist. That, yeah, uh, exactly. It has used it, in many. It has cars. that sensual yeah. gravitas of uh, <laughs> Keep On Loving You. Yeah. And. What I really like about Foreigner and what I sort of discovered about them as mm-hmm. I listened to them more in preparation for this episode mm-hmm. is they got a weird sort of R and B flavor to them. Like I don't know, like they're, if you listen to their mean? if you listen to their vocals, like like 
on I want to know what love is. Obviously, they have like yeah. the gospel chorus oh. in the background, but they they really know how to just like pull it back and know what their individual like like oh mm-hmm. we'll just have a little bit of synthesizers here and yeah. we'll just have a little bit of guitar here and we'll make something that's more sexual than anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's I, I and they know when to peel back the rock and sort of insert something else. I mm-hmm. I think that's cool. <clears throat> um, and what sort of pulls them above. Some of the other bands like REO Speedwagon that we discussed. I'm just going to be like shitting on REO yeah, Speedwagon here all night, aren't I? <laughs> well, they do. What they do to you? I don't know. They <laughs> stole your woman. I guess. With their wielding magnet powers. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but mm-hmm. REM really. We. Okay. We listen to a lot of modern alternative yes. music, and I would say, like you know, be- between the two of us, that's like really the space and <laughs> where we thrive. Absolutely, we owe a lot to R.E.M. That is <laughs> very, very, very true. I would agree with that. Um, I remember. I don't know. It's just. Well, I don't remember where I was going with that, but um, I can't remember a time when I didn't have it on like my alter- alternative play with playlist with like Radiohead yeah. and all of those like good older bands it's 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 i can see them putting out stuff now that they like it would be good now absolutely if it was put out now when it was put out when it was if you know right. what i mean when yeah. it, you know what i'm saying like losing my religion if that song was put out today i, I feel like i genuinely feel like it would get radio play yes. not just because it uses a mandolin which is it's so hot so right good. now yeah. mandolins are so hot right now but it's it just has that unique quality mm-hmm. that it's it, it, there was like 1980 when they formed yes. that is crazy yes there was no other band that was getting out there and really putting their name and their sound out there yet like rem they were wholly their own and that all of the bands that followed that we love for like from the 90s and 2000s and 2010s that have even a semblance of mm-hmm. uh, sound that's something like rem you know, that's it's it's all thanks to them, really. It's Absolutely. it's huge. I would I would agree with that. But the thing is, I mean, that I mean that also kind of brought in the grunge era yeah. with like Nirvana and all those types of bands. Um, but this brings me to where I'm conflicted. Is okay, so it's we're talking about dad bands, right? And REM is big with my dad because he was the alternative. Mm-hmm. He loved alternative music. Yeah. Would you consider like? what we defined as a dad band, what R.E.M. is. Yes. Is that too alternative? Are no. they too alternative? No, I I think R.E.M. falls into the definition. And here's why. When I was listening to Man on the Moon again, I had this image sort of come into my head. I We've talked about how this song sort of has a folksy quality to it. And I was listening to it, and I saw like a new dad Holding their child and like singing it like a lullaby because it has that quality to it. It does. I would agree with that. That's like a whole different kind of element of the dad band that we really haven't discussed. But it's something that they immediately want to share with their kids. I th- I, I feel like I, my dad that personally wasn't an R- wasn't an mm-hmm. REM fan just because he was that was a little bit uh, sort of beyond him. He was uh, a little bit older when they started really taking off. Yeah, but. R.E.M. just feels like one of those bands that 
a dad would hold very closely. Yes, and, I would agree. And really want to pass on and make sure that their kids listen to because they're like, yeah. this is important music. Yes, <laughs> I I absolutely agree with that. Um, yeah. And I don't know, I don't think Foreigner has that quality. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I Foreigner does not have that quality because I stole my dad's vinyl, the... Um, Automatic for the People vinyl. Yeah. And he was very upset that I stole that. <laughs> I also stole his like original Femmes album. Um, and he was upset about that one too. But I was like, you don't even have a record player. So <laughs> you can't be whatever. But he was actually, but like we get excited about these bands when we talk to mm-hmm. him. Like he's so excited that I like me and him both love the Femmes. Like, and we can go to a concert together. Yeah. And that's like kind of, yeah, I can see that with REM. That's, he wants to pass that. He'd want to pass that down. He's so excited to talk about that. So I would get okay if that's if this yeah okay that I personally when I think about it in just the pure dad band if we're thinking of just rock it would be foreigner but now that you bring that new perspective I guess like I I I want to I would say REM then yeah cool yeah I I, I would agree mm-hmm. I think I think foreigner was good for the era and I'm sure dads have fond memories of listening yes, to Foreigner exactly. and, you know, painting the town red, that sort of thing. Yeah. But I I really like the idea of these dad bands being music that they want to keep hearing and don't want to just be uh, a, a symbol of their glory yes, years. exactly. I feel like these dad bands have more weight than that. So I, I, I would agree. R.E.M. I think okay. moves forward here. Heck yeah, sounds good. Perfect. Awesome. So we have... R.E.M. Moving Ooh. on to the next round. Foreigners, Bye. out. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I'm so excited for this one. Okay, okay. cool. Last quarterfinal round. We have ready. number three seed Sticks against the number six seed Rush. Here wow. we go. Five minutes on the clock starting now. Now this is the battle of the unique voices. Because <laughs> both true. of them are like, they're, they're like, again, super unique with... Like the fr- with Tom Sawyer, mm-hmm. <laughs> you you can't like you can't not sing it and not imitate it. You know what right. I mean? Right. So like you know. Yeah, I love both of these bands Same. tremendously. Yeah, because they're both fucking weird, and that is our main definition of our dad bands. That that yeah. they're great, but they're also a little weird, yep. and they have a little weird to them. I Absolutely. would agree. Yeah, I think. Sticks is really cool because it's got like those big hits that are almost on the level of mm-hmm. Don't Stop Believing songs we discussed earlier that really get the crowd going. I think Come Sail Away almost has that same effect. Yeah, I sang that in choir in uh, high school. That's that so was cool. A great time. It was a good time. Yeah. yeah see, it's like a, it's a high school choir song. People, it, <laughs> yeah. it, like it has that amount of resonance mm-hmm. beyond the dads. Yes. But. At the same time, I think they have plenty of, of dad songs. I yeah. think I think The Grand Illusion is maybe one of the best examples mm-hmm. of that because it's an incredibly silly song, mm-hmm. and I love it. And it's got some of my... <laughs> I just love the opening lines, the welcome to the Grand Illusion. Come on. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's the definition of theatrical yep. mm-hmm. because that's its theme, and it really owns up to that. And yeah. uh, I think... Some of those weirder songs like Crystal Ball and The Best of Times that really play with the dynamics and the back and forth between the lead vocals and the back uh, backing vocals. I feel like that's very dad-like. Just yeah. b- having that amount of play is really important. And I, I, I look at a song like Lady. When has ever a marching snare ever been so romantic? 
Yeah, love that exactly. song. <laughs> that is a good. That is like a high school dance song. Too. That's like That's the best. That only that just literally reminds me of Freaks and Geeks. Have you seen that show? It is With, one of my favorite shows. Isn't that, that's like when Jason Siegel's like serenading yes. Janine Garofalo. Like <laughs> with that song, I'm just like, oh my god, that's literally perfect. Like the perfect weird like alternative whatever. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> no, I I absolutely agree. It's they're both very good. Um, one is definitely more of like the rush is more of like everyone gets in the van to go to the rush mm-hmm. concert and it's full of just beer cans everywhere and a bunch yep. of dirty old, gu- old <laughs> dirty guys stumbling out of it. Like, let's go to the rush concert. Like, hell yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a nerdier band. That's a good, they're both, well said. <laughs> they're both nerdy bands. Um, cause yeah, like there's this one movie called, uh, I think it's called fanboys have you seen that have i haven't seen? i feel like i've heard of it this but one, they're trying to f- watch like the the new the pre they're they're on a mission to see the prequels or try to s- sneak mm-hmm. in to see the the star wars prequels Fantastic. And one of them's obsessed with rush and they have a rush van and it's Perfect. great they only play rush in the van so yes that's <laughs> so yeah yeah bunch of nerds so i feel like what's really cool about <laughs> rush in that same sort of nerdy vein is that it gets them really excited about the music itself you see like there was this old commercial i can't for the life of me it's not that old it was only a couple years but Mm -hmm. i I can't for the life of me remember what it was for but it was like a dad waiting at the stoplights and he's (laughs) doing the he's like air drumming along to fly by night yeah (laughs) i like that's really perfect that's that's exactly why i feel like rush is a really great dad band is because Mm -hmm. it's even if they don't know how to play drums, even if they don't know how to sing like Getty Lee or know, play yeah, guitar yeah, like yeah. Alex Lifeson, they're just they're trying. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> and they love their, trying. They're doing their best. Like it's, like, it's fine being a just dad. Just dads doing their best, that trying to jam along just, to Rush. Yeah, exactly. But okay, with both. But again, so now I feel it comes down to, I don't see both of those bands being the band that dads want to have their kid like pass down their kids sure. it's more of a band where they're like ah oh, dad's playing rush in the basement again yeah. like <laughs> god damn it like this is weird music i i don't like this which is sad but like it's, it's the opposite it's, it's it's the opposite side of the coin but i think an equally yes. valid part of how we're defining dad exactly bands. like yeah. someone i don't i don't see my little sister being like Domo Arigato, Mr. Obama. She'd be like, "What the fuck?" She's like, "I want to listen to I want to listen to Ariana Grande." Like, I mean, I mean, that's whatever. But I, yeah. I, I just, it's it's hard. I feel bad that those bands don't want to aren't going to be passed down. But I don't see right. those as the passing down bands. Yeah, it's it's the band that Dad sort of keeps to himself. Maybe. Yes. yes. Yeah. Like that's the that's where he that's kind of the bands where he like practices drums like practices mm-hmm. his drumming skills again yeah. in the basement with his where he's his own room that he can play on so it doesn't disturb like his wife kind of thing so <laughs> yeah exactly i blow just, off some steam so between these two bands which do you think is better at achieving that part oh shit <laughs> this is this is hard because commercial wise i think sti- um sticks ha- did better. Yeah, I, I would agree. Rush, I don't think did as well because again, I think it's a little bit on the weirder side. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I might just—I don't know. This is 
just on the pure fact that they did a little bit commercial, they did commercially better. I would say six that it, it appeals mm-hmm. to more dads. Yeah. I Styx was one of the bands <clears throat> that my dad introduced to me to get me into rock music. It mm, was okay. Boston Styx and Jim Croce for some reason, even Dude, though he's not my rock. Dad, <laughs> my dad also introduced me with Jim Croce. Right. Like, I was just like, I like fucking love like, Bad, bad Leroy Brown. Like, so good. It, it, and, like, he did, like, a cover of La Bamba, which is, like, fire as fuck. And so, I, that's funny that you said that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no. So, I, I agree. Like, that sticks is that yeah. band to do that. So, mm. I, I would agree. Yeah. I feel like a dad is going to be more passionate about sticks and going to try to do more work to convince I, you that they're good. Okay, I, and Rush, he'll sort of... Maybe even have think, a little shame about. No, I think it's the opposite. I okay, feel like all right. a dad would be more passionate about Rush, but then people not liking Rush, even okay. though that they, he wants Rush. So I can see the fan base being more passionate about Rush. Sure. I can see more dads liking Rush. Or I mean sticks. Okay. Like and pushing like listening to sticks. I see. Okay. Yeah. I can get behind that. Okay. okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Yep. Sounds good. Yeah. Sticks moving forward. Yeah. Sticks is moving forward. Sticks is moving forward. Sticks is moving forward. I think in in some ways, like Rush <laughs> is just like not silly enough. Maybe it takes itself a little yeah, bit too seriously. Yeah. Um, at least in terms of this definition, I I, I love Rush and exi- mm-hmm. I love exactly what they do. I wouldn't want to change any of their music, uh, especially as a drummer and the way Neil Peart lives his life. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Know, yeah, I think I think Styx is just has a little bit of that extra goofiness that yeah. that that it that a dad band needs. I agree, absolutely, one hundred percent. So that settles Woo! the quarterfinals. I'm getting through them. Yep. Let's take a look at the bracket standings here. Okay. So we have. In the semifinal rounds, we have Genesis going up against Boston, mm-hmm. and then, yes, Sticks going up against R.E.M. We're going to tackle okay. the Genesis-Boston question this first. Oh, this this might be hard because I'm dead. I'm hardcore Genesis. All right. Oh, no. Let's hear what you have to say. Five minutes on the clock. Here we go. Oh, man. Now, I mean, I just, I can see myself Again, it goes back to the the Phil Collins mastermind of like yeah. how he was so successful with Genesis, so successful in his solo, solo career, career yep. and everything that he's helped produce just kind of puts me over, kind of puts me over the top. Um, I mean, now that I kind of think about it, um, Boston fits a little bit more of the dad band like structure sure um where it is more rock and it is more like yeah like let's smash beers and <laughs> you know just go down to the amphitheater and do whatever yeah. yeah exactly um yeah that was so that's i so i guess i see both sides of yeah. it yeah that was sort of going to be my question is if cuz boston they're still around, uh, albeit without Brad Delp, rest in peace. And mm-hmm. they have, so they have, uh, I think, a fan singer, and they had a, the guy from Striper for a while. Yeah. They had two vocalists for for a while to try to make up for Brad Delp's voice. Yeah. And, but they really 
definitely don't exist in the form that they used to. Um, but yeah, and but Genesis is really timeless. They're, I would agree with that. Their their songs, I feel like, are still played and celebrated mm-hmm. more than Boston's, especially in other other spaces beyond yes. classic rock radio, like. I, I th- for better or worse, Land of Confusion was like covered by Disturbed. You know, yeah. I mean, yes. say what you will about that cover. I'm personally not a fan of it, but it displays the fact that it's was still relevant yeah. and resonating with somebody. You'll, I think you'll see maybe a couple Boston covers once in a while. I know Ninja Sex Party covered like I more than a feeling. Oh my god, I love Ninja Sex Party. Same. That's funny. Yeah, that's, that's like the definition of like nerdy band. Like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and it's like that one. so this weird comedy band covers Boston in yeah. almost like a satirical way. Does yes. that make Boston more of a dad band, or is the fact that? Genesis has this sort of transcendental quality, make it more of a dad band. Yeah. I'm not sure. I, I, <laughs> you know me, I'm still going to be on the Boston know, train here. Exactly. And I mean, I guess the thing is, I don't know Boston well enough to mm. like have that like deep connection to it. You know sure. what I mean? So it's a part of me wants to. A part of me wants to choose Boston, but again, Genesis is still like I still like I still like Genesis. But right. is that the part where because I'm a chick is a Genesis chick band? So. I don't think so. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I mean, I mean, some can argue like maybe that. He might, it might be, but mm. it's, it's, it's fine. Chick um, man, that's such an archaic term. I can't believe somebody a, would use yeah, that term at all. Yeah, rude. <laughs> um, yeah no, it's, it, it's an interesting conundrum here because they're very different career trajectories for these bands. I, yeah, I, I almost think that those have to be out of the question. We just really have to like focus in on the fact that a dad might, which one is the dad going to really push onto their yeah. kids? Uh, I feel like even though Boston Boston is one of my favorite bands, I feel like I latched onto them sort of on my own. My dad just sort of, uh, you know, drip fed mm-hmm. uh, a, a lot of that stuff to me. Like with the, he gave me their greatest hits. So I latched onto more than a feeling and foreplay a long time, mm-hmm. peace of mind, stuff like that. I really learned to appreciate it myself he didn't really do a lot of listen to this song listen to this song it's all great i promise you know but i feel like maybe genesis has more potential for that i guess but okay when now that i think about it when you think of like mainstream like hokey like i kind of think of like Invisible touch is a little bit like an invisible touch (laughs) and then it is kind of like yeah like the mainstream poppy like hoke that is in like because when i think when i think about dad bands i think about the bands that again they get behind and passionate and aren't Mm -hmm. like top aren't top 40 you know what i mean like you know what i mean kind of not that are like more rock and i mean have had some hits like i mean i know there's a lot of people who are diehard kiss and acdc fans i mean i think they were pretty big so i don't know i guess i i think genesis i think genesis might be too mainstream to be like to beat out boston like okay. I know y'all all right. s- smile on my face. I don't want. Oh god, I don't want to give you that one. But no, I like. 
I think I think that's a fair point because I, Genesis Genesis got a lot of flack for that for sort of becoming yes. Phil Collins' vehicle for very poppy, yes. accessible music, and I could see a dad maybe pushing their older like Peter Gabriel stuff. I can see it. I've definitely known more dads who are like. Sledgehammer is way better than anything Genesis ever put out. Peter Gabriel deserves to stay in that band, you know, yeah. <laughs> like that place. So it's it's interesting there because there is that drama and Boston just sort of was what it was yeah. and existed within its time, ran its course. And, you know, as big of a Boston fan as I am still to this day, I can't say that they're still really relevant, you know. Yeah. I, they, but that's like almost, I feel like that's almost like the dad band it goes it stays with the dad yeah. you know what i mean it, I they know. preach the gospel yeah like they go back and that's what they look into and anyone could go in and listen to genesis and it's timeless you know yeah. what i mean i think we're we're over our 5 minute limit here but i think oh, this geez, still yeah. this still bears discussion i think think about how each of these bands would be framed in a movie. I feel like Genesis, their songs could be played w- in a movie to a soundtrack of, you know, some comedy, romance, whatever, without irony, really. Yes. I feel like Boston would be played to sort of represent a time gone, you know? Yeah, a, like... They are the a time gold, capsule. The golden day, the, the glory days of the, yeah. the past. I agree with that. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because we've, we've talked about you know, dads want the band to be more than that. And that's really the only reason why we still listen to Boston is because mm-hmm. dads are still carrying it on. They're still carrying that torch. Yeah. So, and, and Genesis almost thrived on its own without it the dads. did. I mean, ex- exactly. <laughs> and again, the big push of Phil Collins yeah. and that, all that. So yeah, I, I agree with that. I think Boston needed dads. You know what I mean? Boston needed that. <laughs> That's so sweet in a weird way. <laughs> yeah, Boston. Yeah. But the, but Boston the thing needs is, dads. Boston needs dads. But when we think about, but, okay, when we think about this, they weren't dads when they came out. We're talking about mm-hmm. dad bands of like the, these guys that yeah. like loved rock and mm-hmm. worked in wherever. Yeah. Just like, yeah. They, it, it, was, it was yeah it was exactly beers afterwards again, exactly it was just the thing. soundtrack to their daily life yes I, yeah and i yes i can see that the soundtrack to their daily life because and like genesis i can see uh, yeah like what the movie analogy i can see like anyone being having that yeah movie. yeah or exactly like 80s, but, yeah. yeah like genesis doesn't exactly have that blue collar feel i feel yes, like we're going for yes because again He's not even American. <laughs> He's not from America. Yep. He is so like oh, are hilarious. we are we defining so I think are we talking so this is now traditional Americana <laughs> like dad band? Let's put it this way. <laughs> Boston did do a cover of the Star Spangled Banner. Oh my god, that's America as fuck. Um okay, yeah. Okay. Is that when the nail I, in the coffin? Yeah, that's nail in the coffin. <laughs> I have to say. Boston <laughs> moving on to the finals. Oh, happy day. Yeah, happy for yeah, I know you're happy about that one. Well, yeah. I'm not saying it's a bad choice. I'm just like I you came in with the <laughs> mindset of Boston and we're leaving with Boston, so. Yeah, and it's 
I think that's what makes this conversation so interesting too. Is yeah. that I I knew when I wanted to talk music with you that I didn't want to do something standard like who is the best guitarist, who is the best yeah. keyboardist. You know, I wanted us to think about the context of yeah, music, exactly. who listens to it, and what it means to them over the course of time. Yeah, exactly. So I'm glad we're talking about Absolutely, this. Absolutely, I agree with that. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. I uh, boss is moving on to the finals. <laughs> I'm so happy right now. All right. We have to figure out who they're contending wow, this against. Like took out crap. Oh, geez. This is. Oof. <laughs> okay. All right. This is going to be a tough one because I feel like. I think we're, we're sort of encountering the same problem here in that there's these are two very different bands. Yeah. So we have REM going up against Styx. We'll get five minutes on the clock starting now. Again, again, I think we're coming up with the same issue of they're two very different types of band one Mm -hmm. is much it's like one is more i would say again rem's more alternative where sticks was like that a little bit more popular kind of and what what context is stick or rem came together in the 80s but they had more hits in the 90s where sticks was more of an 80s yeah. Band. Am, am I right. wrong here? No, is I, that, is that right? I, I believe, am I right? I, I believe think that's correct. That's, I think that's what I'm doing. So I feel like they're just so, they're just two kind of different times. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I don't, it's, so it's hard to like super, com- like to compare those two together yeah i think they if we go back to the whole soundtrack of their daily life question i feel like these just are soundtracks to different types of living because of the time they were living in absolutely so you know the rem was the 1990s dad who just started you know who took a computer class and is like starting to like who was like an expert in windows 95 or something yeah you know like i could see that being part of his life and Mm -hmm. where it comes to like sticks and he's like an electrician and he's listening like sticks on the way to his next site or something i can see that too yeah so i don't know if that same argument that we determined between boston and genesis quite has that same application here no it's 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 like almost a completely different which one is the more quintessential dad band in what we kind of, I guess what we defined yeah. as a dad band, like our, cause again, it's, is it what it means to be a dad or is it, what is the, like, what is the ideal dad or right. what was the ideal dad? Yeah, Like, you know what I mean? Like the, like the, the, the fictional, like kind of idealization of the dad Mm -hmm. or what the actual dad is right which one are like which which one is that we're going with yeah that's that's an awesome question i think what's cool about rem is that they have a little bit of darkness to them and that and that sort of speaks to the dad that's a little bit imperfect not the idealized one yes um and I feel like Sticks, very wholesome band. Yes. Very fun. Yeah. Very yes. shiny. Ex- shiny. Great. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, weird. they, yeah, they have a weird song about a robot. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, th- that, I think that speaks to the more idealized dad. So, which is more important? The sort of flawed, weird, grappling with some things yeah. dad? 
or the he's he's my hero brings home the bacon type type dad. Yeah. 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 I Personally, I'm kind of leaning towards the little bit broken dad. <laughs> I would, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. Um, but I, I would absolutely agree because I just to kind of like, I mean, to show my bias already. I love REM. Yeah. Um, so I would choose REM over and over. But the thing is, it's not. It's it's we're we're it's two. I think is it two different concepts? Are we are we choosing between two different like because with the last one when, when we chose boston it's that's the the band that we saw as like the dad like loved and the blue collar worker yeah. that comes home when it's it's different i don't know it's different i guess yeah. you know what i mean I, okay i don't know. Let's you know it's like two different things that i'm just like trying to like choose which one which path we should go down right we're grappling with some heavy stuff here yes. and i love it yeah. it's so cool but for me let's think about it this way i feel a little old-fashioned for loving boston so much mm-hmm. i feel a little old-fashioned for liking sticks so much i don't think i feel old-fashioned for liking rem because i feel like they have a little bit more staying power in terms of their sound like like we talked about earlier, like if Losing My Religion came out today, yeah, I feel like it would still be relevant and popular. <laughs> yes, I would. I would. Agree, I would absolutely agree, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and for me personally, maybe that makes it a little bit less of a dad band. That's this is that is exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. That is that's when you said when you said that I it's. Um, like sticks is like kind of old and familiar to me, and Boston's yeah. old and familiar. When REM doesn't fit that mold, it's That's not that true. old and familiar. Yeah. So, which one are we choosing, Dayton? Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> like I know which is the dad band because where this is dad band. Yeah, I feel like if we're gonna be consistent with our logic here, it's gotta be sticks, huh? I know, and that like kind of kills me a little bit. I like know. that kind of hurts. Because I do like <laughs> REM so much, and I, I, I think the concept of like who, what our dad was like, and what my our dads liked as in the '90s, like the kind of broken dad, is such a good, good fit, and it's such a good. Oh, I just love that image. I, I love that again. I love that image as well. Yeah. But again, if we're if it's for consistency, I would say sticks. Yeah, man, it's yeah. I think we're gonna have to say sticks here. Yeah, but I do. Before we move on to the finals, I do want to say it'll be interesting to revisit this with the next generation. Absolutely. I agree with that. It's like, so will R.E.M. be considered more of a dad band? Probably. Yes. But at this point, they might just be (laughs) a little too relevant. If that makes any sense. They're just, they've had such an influence on the way music sounds today. I feel like they don't get nearly enough credit. Yeah. So... And, and sticks still sort of remains in its time capsule. Yeah. Um, and we love it for that. Exactly. So, I would uh, agree. Yeah. Cool. Crap. Okay. I guess <laughs> sticks is lit. I guess I'm going to go with sticks. All right. That's what we're, that's filling the mold. Sticks is moving on to the finals. Oh boy. Okay. Who's going to be daddy's favorite? <laughs> 
Oh, that's just It's the worst. I did not like saying that. (laughs) Daddy's favorite. Daddy's favorite. Daddy just turned into such a not a fun term anymore. Agreed. So sad that we lost the fun like we lost daddy because like like when I was five, I was so cute when I said daddy, but now if I call my dad daddy, like he's (laughs) like he's buying me like a Porsche or something. (laughs) Like something. It's so fucking weird. Oh (laughs) man. Okay. But anyway, um, Moving on so, to the okay. finals. Yep, let's move on to the finals. <laughs> I don't want to talk about daddy anymore. <laughs> we have Boston and Sticks going head to head, determining oh, the title of daddy's favorite. I do not like that. I regret this. You chose it. You chose it. You knew what you were doing when you did it, and you did it anyways. Yeah, I did it for the goofs, and the here goofs we are. And the gaffes. Okay. <laughs> oh, crap. All right. We got five minutes on the clock. Let's go. Okay. So we both have the consensus of these are the kind of bands that aren't very like they didn't age very well. Right. Um, And so they kind of stuck with the dad. Yep. And now it's um, I think now it's whether we're going to choose one that one that was more popular and had more hits over the other one that didn't right i think so for uh, if we're gonna dive right into that i feel like sticks had more hits i agree i feel like they're a bit stronger of a staple of classic rock radio you like i feel like more than a feeling is really on rotation mm-hmm. a lot but it's mostly just that one song you'll hear peace of mind once in a while you'll hear hit a ride once in a while but some of those deeper hits that my dad really introduced me to aren't quite seen as much yeah um Sticks, even those deeper hits are kind of in circulation. Yeah. Like, uh, Don't Let It End. I love that song. Yeah. I think, I, I feel like that's a, definitely a, a B tier song yeah. for them. Not in terms of quality, but just in terms of popularity. But yet, I'll still hear it on the radio once in a while. Um, so I, I mean, think it, also, Sticks does have a song called Blue Collar Man. So. Oh, no. <laughs> so, I mean, if we're going. Uh, like if we are going with the the dad band thing, that would oh my gosh, I did not weird. even think about that. It my is mind has been so, blown. Um, oh gosh, what do about that? Yeah, I <laughs> I will give you that one. That's yeah, that's that's a strong argument for sticks. And let's go back to the weirdness factor. Okay. I think between the two, sticks is weirder. <laughs> I would absolutely agree that it's it's a niche kind of band they're very they were like very theatric and very like having they had everything they like utilized everything which is very like cool and interesting but i also feel like it's again it's on the nerdier side so i feel like boston's more of like kind of more of the on the rock side where Sticks is kind of like the nerdy like um Oh, you're gonna go to like the Sticks light show, like laser light <laughs> show kind of thing. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's it's isn't that like wasn't that an episode of that '70s show when they're when Eric wanted to go to a Sticks yep. laser light show? Yeah, yeah. Was and, that, yeah. and he was ridiculed for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I yeah. think I think that I think that's an interesting thing to think about too. Is, is like we're we're our dads 
ashamed of being Sticks fans in the day? I don't think so. But um, I, I'm pretty sure they got shit for being like Sticks fans. Like, as they probably got shit for being Rush fans. I feel like Sticks though is like one of those bands where you know they sort of have their associated stigma. And people who are openly Sticks fans are like, ah, whatever. You're just a goof. Yeah. And then those people who do that name calling will go home and listen to Sticks. Yes, exactly. Like, <laughs> oh, that's fucking stupid. But like, they're like, oh my God, I love this yeah, thing. Yep, and they're, I they're love like, this Babe, I love you. <laughs> you know, like that was their wedding song or something. Yeah, exactly. You know, everybody is secretly a Sticks fan. Closeted Sticks fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, Boston definitely sticks to their guns more, mm-hmm. um, for better or worse. I The flack that... I get for liking Boston is somebody like pointed out to me that all of their solos sound the same. They have this like distinct pattern of, of like da 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 da. Like they use that all the time, <laughs> and that's kind of lame. Uh, yeah. We we gave the police uh, some some grief for mm-hmm. lack of effort. Um, I don't think that Boston's lack of effort there was intentional, but it could definitely be conceived yeah. as that. Yeah, yeah. And. Sticks was always given 110% for better or for worse. That is very true. And dad likes effort. I don't know. <laughs> Daddy likes effort. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, that's like not. Oh, that's not okay. But okay. But I I fuck with Renegade so hard. Like, it's a badass song. They finally found me. I'm Renegade. so good. Like, I just think. That, like I, I listen to that, and that just reminds me of the one. Uh, reminds me of Billy Madison. Oh um, yeah, <laughs> uh, that movie. Like because my dad made me watch Billy Madison, oh. and he, like yeah, and he. I was like listening to it. And I was like, oh my god, I like this song. But um, because well, now Adam Sandler's dad age now, and yep. that kind of music in those movies was like kind of like dad bandy. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So it's like I don't know. Sticks is. Sticks is kind of oh my god, Sticks is kind of coming out on top for me of being yeah. the quintessential dad band. It's yeah, it. I I, I want to go back because to the whole new dad with their kid, and because I love that image, yeah, and I feel I like in that moment it's so pure and it's so sincere, mm-hmm. and that's when you're gonna see the dad's true colors is when he's just trying to sing his kid to sleep. Yeah. I feel like he's gonna sing sticks before he sings Boston. I, I will readily think admit so that. Too, I agree. Yeah, there's just sticks has a lot of really sweet songs, and Boston always had this sort of uh, rough exterior because they did have a little bit more of a rock, a hard rock element to them. And yeah. sticks wasn't afraid to be a little bit sensitive, which I think <laughs> is cool. Yeah. Um, and I feel like a dad would appreciate that. Yeah. yeah not openly, but yeah. in those smaller moments. Yeah. Um, and when is a dad more of a dad? And then in those moments. Exactly. I agree. Like, it's got that, like, I don't know. It's got the weird voice. It's got mm-hmm. the nerd. It's got the nerdiness to it. It's got the rock elements. Like, sticks just is coming out. Uh, has all of those characteristics of, like, yeah. a dad band. It's checking all those boxes, oh, isn't it? Shit. <laughs> like the thing is, I it's not like I don't like sticks. I just wouldn't have thought that that's the one that would have come out on top. You know what right. I mean? Right. Yeah. I I think it's I I think it's Daddy's favorite. I think it it <laughs> might be Daddy's favorite. Yeah. Even though Boston put up a good fight and really it, did. Like it's I would agree. It's just like I don't know. I just. 
Sticks has this quality to them yeah. that just they're they're dorky, but they own it, and they're theatrical, but they own it. Yes. And they're sensitive, but they own it. Like that that sheer amount of sincerity is something I think that the dad is going to want to share with Absolutely. everyone. <laughs> Absolutely. 100% agree cool. with that one. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think I've gained like a new appreciation for, for sticks. sticks here. Oh my God. Yeah. I, Boston's still like up there for me. Yeah. But that's, it's cool to see sticks in this light, um, approaching it from that perspective. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Hell yeah. Cool. That's what's up. Okay. Let's call it. Let's Sticks. call it. Sticks has got it. Sticks is daddy's favorite. <laughs> Yay. With all the yeah. weirdness to this, it. Yeah, exactly. This was the matchup that I feared was going to happen. Like, really? You really? Yeah. Cause oh, my God. These are these two are probably the most I've listened to on yes. the list and the most familiar uh, the most familiar I am with them, you know. Uh, I, I love all the bands on this list, but these two especially, uh, whether I would rank them number one or whatever, that yeah. doesn't really matter. It's just they're so close. They're very, they hit very close to home. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I think we really reached a cool sort of realization about yeah, sticks exactly. and, and and their role in in the the, the dads of the yore. Dads of yore, because again, they <laughs> they again. Didn't age the best. Went with the went with the dads, but I don't know. Came yeah. out on top. That's the point. That's that's what we had defined as what our dad bands are. So yeah. a little weird, little funny, yeah. kind of make the kids go, ah, dad sticks really. Yeah. But also at the same time, if you really you you, you like sticks, you like sticks. So yeah, that's just kinda... it's I, I think such a cool sort of evolution with these bands is that we'll. Art has a link, introduce us to them at a younger age, and we'll be like, oh, this is kind of weird. Like maybe a few songs by them, but then we'll come to this age and older yep. and that sort of thing, and we'll realize, holy shit, they're really good. Yeah. Like, oh my God, I like this was an unappreciated thing that I, I yeah. didn't know that I'd like. So, uh, yeah, I think that's another important element of, of, of the dad band. And I think Sticks really does exemplify everything we've talked about. Absolutely. It's really cool. I, so we've talked a little bit about some of the other bands that we thought about for this list. And I just want to talk maybe about some honorable mentions. Mm -hmm. We talked about Journey, probably a little bit too yeah. popular <laughs> and just uh, too accessible. Yes, I would agree. I, even though probably one of the most powerful voices in rock. Oh, yeah. It's, it's iconic. It's absolutely iconic. There's, like, no way that, like, in the hair and the everything was just, I mean, chick magnet. But, yeah, yeah I would I would agree. I, out of, I would say probably one of the most powerful powerful voices out of every, all, out of all the bands that really? we have. Yeah, so, absolutely. Saying, I feel like, like they like, represent something a little bit different than what we're talking yes. about here. But, I think worth bringing up in this sort of exactly. conversation because there's we we goodness knows there's plenty of dads who like Journey. Um, another band that I thought of putting on here was the Cars. What do you yeah. think about the Cars? Yes, I am actually not super familiar with the Cars. Okay. I didn't. That's not some. That's not like something my dad like played either. Right. Neither, neither my dads really listened to. So yeah, um, I, they were different. Yeah. No, I I, I get that, and I I don't remember exactly my initial logic why I wanted to put them on the list. I think it's just because, again, they're sort of a staple of classic rock radio. Yes. But they're so gosh darn inoffensive. They don't yeah. do anything interesting. That is very true. And it's kind of like the bland, like, 
yogurt of bad bands. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I would agree with that yeah, one. Yeah, just didn't reach quite enough for the qualities that we were looking it's, for it's, in a dad it, band. Yeah, and it's it's kind of like got that top 40 like of like, mm, yeah. I just what I need it. I heard that, heard that billion, trillion times like yeah. in any car auto shop anywhere so right yeah, yeah. and you know and uh, a dad band should be first heard in the ford f-150 when your dad's Absolutely. like driving you to a tractor show or something you know yes that's so uh, cars just maybe just a bit too ubiquitous and a bit mm-hmm. too bland um bruce springsteen what do you think oh, about bruce springsteen i love bruce springsteen Me too like he is like I don't know. He he did um I'm on fire, right? No. Was that am I wrong? Like, whoa, I'm on fire. Am I fucking wrong? Is that Bruce Springsteen? Oh my god. I'm sorry. My no, memory okay. is like no, wait. That's okay. Bruce my memory's kinda of blanking right no, now. No, Bruce Springsteen is born in the USA. Yeah, yeah there we go. Sorry. Yep. And uh like, baby we were born to run. I love that song. Yeah. The reason I thought of Bruce Springsteen for this list is that my boss. <laughs> Who's like about the age of our dad's a little bit older. He's a big Bruce Springsteen fan, and he's just so passionate. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and I, so I, he came to mind, but I feel like Bruce Springsteen just had really just blew himself out of the water. I was right. Okay, I'm on fire. Was Bruce Springsteen? Okay, Bruce Springsteen. I'm just blanking that. I was just like, I was just, I was like, am I wrong? Because sometimes I get like a lot of different, like similar sounding bands mixed so then i I was thinking who was i thinking of not like not tom petty not tom who's the other i confuse bruce springsteen and john cougar mellencamp yeah okay yes (laughs) absolutely that's what i was yes and so i was just like i don't want to be wrong about that so you got it i was just giving you this dumb look like like, i don't know what you're talking about like the um, like americana like that's bruce springsteen like full force blue like yeah drinking beers and yeah and then like that's it for me. It like Bruce Springsteen represented almost something beyond the day to day life. It was yeah. he was an entire culture all his he, own. Well, uh, that is very very true. Absolutely yeah. agree with that one. So yeah. so I think maybe a little bit too big for this list. Yeah. So yeah, I would agree. Yeah. I would say I would put him on like iconic like power males like yeah. like voices. If we do if we do like a solo male like category like yeah i could yeah. see him being on that yeah like, i could see him taking it all the way yeah, honestly, I, yeah. same absolutely 100 yeah. percent. so yeah one thing i do want to touch on a little bit before we close out this episode is what are going to be the dad bands when we're our parents age Ooh, okay oh so, my god what are going to be the dad bands when our parents age i have yes. what i think is the correct answer oh okay it's the one answer weezer they're already kind of a dad band. Yes. I like would agree with that. That's funny that you say that. Yeah. Especially now as they're being... So, uh, I am a diehard Weezer fan. And Did I'm you gonna see s- they put out a cover band, like a cover album? Yes. Oh my God. Like, it's... I've heard it's like virtually like either loved or just fucking hated. Yeah. Like, somebody... <laughs> I heard somebody call it just Rivers Cuomo singing karaoke. <laughs> and they're like, if that's your thing, great. But if it's not, you're going to hate it. And that to me just feels that's a dad move. <laughs> that is such a dad move. You're just trying like, to please everybody. Right? You know? Like the 
that fucking Africa cover that they always play yeah. is such a dad move. Yeah. Like, I just, I would agree with that. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, I'm a diehard Weezer fan. I do not like the way they're going right now, but I'm going to stick with them and I'm going to tell my kids someday about Weezer. That is, I mean, <laughs> but like, that's kind of like what you, you just, what you got to do. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's. What? Oh man. Okay. Now that now that I think about that, now I got to think about dad band, possible dad bands. Yeah. Like, oh crap. Um, I, I, I'm just trying to think of like the the sort of weirder ones I feel on like, the fringes. Like personally, like when I think about it, like 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 Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah. Like I can see like almost it's like Fallout Boy too. Like not like is. I feel like I'm trying er- to think about like early two thousands. Yeah. Like what are the early two thousands dad bands gonna be? And is right. that like is that what those dad bands are gonna be? I feel like early blink no, uh early Follow Boy will be I, a dad band. Specifically that era. Yes. <laughs> early early follow yeah. I would say early follow boy. New follow boy. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like the dad's gonna like try to sweep that under the under rug. The, like <laughs> like don't listen to that part, listen to these albums. Uh, I, yes. would say, I would say that's a valid answer here, though. I would. I would, agree I, with that. I would say. I mean, I would. I could say. I could see. Yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah. I mean, I could see. I don't know. Oh God! Now that I think about it, I it's was a not, tough not question. Yeah, that is such a t- that is such a tough question that I'll have to like ponder at, like and then come back because like I'm like coming out of blank right no, now. No, no, that's all good. I another one that I thought of is Oasis. Especially, uh, they, uh, in some yes. ways, they might already be a dad band just because they are old enough, and and sort of because they sort of came and went, in a way, feel like they precede Weezer mm-hmm. and stuff and other bands like that. So the Killers, you think so? Their first album. That's fair. <laughs> it's just goofy enough to be in dad territory. Yes, I yeah. agree with that. I like because the funny thing is with the Killers. His voice changed. Like it went. You think fr- so? The first from oh, when you think from the first album, it's um because when you think when you listen to like Mr. Brightside mm-hmm. to like the like the newer album, which is more sing songy, he had a oh, more yeah. of like almost talk sing like I'm falling asleep and yeah. she's calling a cat. Like it's, that sort of like angular punk quality to it. Yeah, and and then it like and then it kind of transitioned and then there's no one else to run. Oh yeah. It's more of a singing it like it it changed, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It changed. No, so I, I see that. I'm a huge Killers yeah, fan, yeah, but yeah. I never really thought about it that way. That's that's a good point. That was a big that was a big change. I, that yeah. was a big vote like change in we gotta do I wanna I if we ever do this again, I wanna do another one of complete style like bands with complete style changes Ooh, yes. that would be such a good one i just that's I awesome could talk about that forever for forever so no, that sounds should, great yeah exactly. yeah i would i would love to talk about that sort of thing i think would weezer fall into that as well yeah, absolutely. i could talk about weezer uh, all day yeah, absolutely we good can i'll let you talk about talk your heart out about weezer hell yeah so awesome that's great well thanks for uh Sort of <laughs> bearing with bear, us, uh, yeah, and all these uh, interesting. I think we brought up some interesting questions today, and I appreciate you mm-hmm. taking them so seriously. I think it's, yeah. uh, I think it's cool to think about uh, these songs and these bands uh, from another perspective. So, hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. 
Tell us what you guys would like to see on the show. Would you guys like to see bands that had radical style changes like Jess here? I think that would be a fun topic. I think that'd be kind of cool, yeah. So if you have any ideas for topics, feel free to post them anywhere on the Zima Podcasting Network socials. We would be happy to take them into consideration. Jess, any plugs before we close off here? Yes, uh, Confident BS. We're trying to restart it up again. We've just been really busy and really lazy. Um, but we talk about everything, life, love, pursuit of happiness, yeah. all that kind of st- fun stuff while being trashed. So, um, <laughs> But we haven't done anything really recently because I can't drink because of medical reasons. So it's, uh, it's, it's all good. Totally understandable. We're looking forward to whatever you guys have in the future. If you okay. guys are really looking for a nice, real, chill podcast that talks about real issues in a very frank and really cathartic manner, Go to Confident BS. Absolutely. They're a, they're a ton of fun. You're going to have a great time. Jess, thanks so much for being on the Thank show today. You. This has been Who You Got with Dayton Hammond. We'll see you next time. 